0: Love Talk Radio. Hello, what happened?
1: Hello, Catherine. I don't know. Hi.
0: (laughs) Our music suddenly stopped.
1: (laughs) Well, shall we say hello, or do we want to try that again?
0: No, I'll just say hello. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, let me take it over for a second. Good evening, everyone around our beloved planet. Welcome tonight to Dr. Catherine May's Blog Talk Radio Show channel panel Tonight is July 2, 2014, and this is the Dr. May guiding guest program tonight, but I don't know who's going to be our guest, so Catherine gets to surprise us all. This is Meg. I am your co-host, and I'm calling in from the Atlanta area in Georgia, and our host, Dr. Catherine May, is calling in from High Falls, New York, this evening with what she tells me through a text is some troublesome weather threatening her connection. So before I'm even going to let her talk, we're going to blast High Falls, New York with some love and clear weather thoughts to make sure that we have a beautiful connection with Catherine tonight. Welcome, Catherine. Good evening.
0: Hi, Meg. Hi. Thanks. Thanks for the blast. hmm
1: It's yeah, we've, had,
0: way. we've had big thunderstorms. Wonderful rain and big thunderstorms and lightning and dramatic weather today, <clears throat> so much of the day we had no internet connection, but it seems to be working now, and the phone seems to have held up okay, so we'll be fine if if something happens that I suddenly don't have the panel i will I will count on you to go ahead and and do it for us.
1: Yes. My pleasure.
0: So this is our Wednesday call, and I promised that tonight we would have quest- time for questions. So we're going to do that. So at the end of the call, if people want to call in, um, they can press 1 on their phone and be in the lineup to ask questions. So here's who's coming tonight. I've been told it was Sananda and St. Germain and Lady Portia, all of them together. I can't, of course, (laughs) speak (laughs) for all of them at once, but they seem to have kind of coordinated together, so they're coming as a team, which is nice. So... Um, I tried to, there, I don't know what the problem is with the blog talk uh, station, but I tried to edit our um, description tonight because I want you to be on it and a description of what you do and so on. So I got it all done and then pressed save and it lost it all. So <laughs> that's the third or fourth time I've done that. I will get it posted one of these times. Um, And I tried to change the title, too, to announce who was coming tonight, and I couldn't seem to manage to do that. So I'll have to talk to the Blog Talk Radio people and see what's going on. So, yeah, let's send a good blast to Blog Talk Radio, too, to straighten things out and keep it moving as it should. We've had connections, mostly. We've had very good connections, so... I can't complain. We, you know, there was a time last year when every show would be garbled or cut off in the middle or we had problems, but no more. It seems to be doing fine. So we're good. So everybody, Meg Davis is my lovely co-host who is a healer in her own right. Um, does acupuncture and is an exp- is expert in uh, a number of alternative kinds of healing um, knowledge. Really, I would say, does that describe it correctly? You're 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 constantly um, adding to your repertoire with new and interesting information. So. That Meg is
1: fair enough,
0: yes. <laughs> Meg is a wonderful resource for us and has offered to answer questions and talk to people when they have issues with healings. Yes. So shall we give them your Facebook page?
1: <clears throat> yes, I had several people in the Healing for Ascension tour group who were just wonderful about getting that information out. And... Uh, my facebook page is wisdom within-meg davis wisdom within hyphen meg davis and kira mm-hmm. is always wonderful after every show to put that up again for people to see and i must have had 70 people who after the call went and liked the page
0: wow um, so that's that was great.
1: one yeah, that was wonderful. So I got to meet and see a lot of familiar faces and gave them access to ask some questions. And I've already had several people who are looking for groups to form around the Georgia area, and we're connecting to see if we can get all our needs met there and a couple of calls about health questions. So I'm just thrilled and more than happy to offer any kind of email or or on the phone listening and or helping if I have two cents that would help. So happy to do that so thank you for that's lovely Mm
0: -hmm. all right so we're knitting things together here so that things can flow from one place to the other and from one person to the other and I think that's kind of what they had in mind for tonight too Um, as uh, for the new people um, Sananda has been coming very frequently and is our featured person on Sunday, and we've been doing wonderful healing and training for ascension shows on Sundays with sananda and he often does um, a meditation that really helps to get focused and to raise our vibrations and We've often felt like once we finish that call, we really don't want to answer questions because it would interrupt the flow. So we've set aside time on Wednesday nights, definitely, to answer questions. And maybe maybe what we'll do on the Sunday call is if there are people who want to ask questions, they could ask a brief question in the beginning of the call Mm-hmm. so that... You know, once he once he does the, the wonderful meditation, then we can just remain in our blissful state and go about, you know, doing a grounding or go and go do our own meditation or be in nature um, without a break. So that's the plan for the Sunday call. But I do have a sp- surprise coming. Um, Gabriella said, "You know, we haven't done one of those." calls where Sananda takes us to one of the ascended masters retreats mm. that was so fun yeah so Sananda said absolutely that would be a very good idea so we're going to do that again to take a trip to an etheric retreat of one of the ascended masters I don't yet know where we'll be going but I do remember vividly. I think the last one was to Saint Germain's retreat in the Teton Mountains, where we, mm. where we had a, a, um, a spa treatment <laughs> it was our just,
1: own individual hot springs in the middle of the uh, mountains. Oh my oh, god! Oh, it was just <laughs>
0: fabulous. Yeah, <laughs> very sumptuous.
1: <laughs>
0: so, so. It'll be a surprise which retreat we're going to, but um, that's the plan for Sunday. Very and so fine. for tonight, we'll hear from Sananda and St. Germain and Lady Portia mm-hmm. and questions. Um, for those who are new, my website is who needs whoneedslight.org. We're working on that. It's going to be all updated and And we're reorganizing a bit so that things kind of work together better. The Facebook page, the visual centering information, um, information about the book, who needs light, um, our workshops, our training sessions, and so on. So it will all be more accessible so people can really find their way around easily. So that's underway. And I think without further ado, I will I'm already comfortable. I have my little dog on my lap. He had a bath about five minutes before I started <laughs> because he came in all muddy. So I had to run him to the shower. And he's all cozy and um curled up here with me. So Well, I know we had a
1: wonderful message from St. Germain last night or today that was really exceptional and took us in some new directions Mm. and reinforced actually a a theme running lately with uh, Sananda's messages and Lady Portia's, and then St. Germain comes in and and goes to another depth level. So I am looking forward to, we haven't heard from St. Germain, I think, for a week or two, so I am really looking forward to hearing his voice. And
0: so, and would you like to, um, for those who haven't read the message yet, would you, would you like to do a little synopsis? I know that's oh, a bit of a because it's a big.
1: No, message. that's fine. Yeah. Um, well, it was it was twofold. I think he was very clear, and I heard. Um, I know they probably wouldn't say that they are sad in fifth dimension, but. It was definitely clear that it was um, he wanted to be able to say um, and ask us to really think about the words we're using and where we're aiming our frustrations with things in our lives and really wanted to hold up and say, we've got some special people here who have rearranged their entire lives to bring light to us, light messages, light energy to help us with our ascension, with understanding the prosperity programs about to launch, understanding the new common law systems coming forward, and many times when things aren't seen quick enough with the news or there's some stalling that takes place, There are uh, many who have started to turn on our loved ones with their words and their attacks. And he wanted just to say, to call that up and bring it to the light, to shine a light on it for us to see how we can choose another, make a different choice with channeling and working with the energies that are coming up for us in ways that respect and hold sacred the people around us, not only the people that we don't know from afar that are helping us, but people close to us, and asked us to really think and look about how we're using our words and where we're channeling these frustrations and these energies. And that was very helpful. It's another chance to be mindful about the energies rising to be cleared now with the new higher levels of energy. More, so much love and light are coming in that anything, anything, ancient, old, lifetimes of energy, maybe not even ours, for the communal society are coming up and we're being used as channels to clear them, and that can be so disconcerting sometimes. And, but if we're aware that that's what's going on, we won't aim it. We won't use it to blame or to cast dispersions and just know it's clearing and we're okay and to stay in love. And that's a beautiful line to walk. Old energies are clearing. It can be very frustrating. Be aware and stay in love and talk about it. So that was very powerful, and he used examples around the world that are changing and to get us to think differently. And then in the end, really circled around some conversations about if it sounds like this, these are words that are separating. If you hear a news program that uses these words, these are separating words and being able to give us examples of words used that will arise our passions and get us upset and agitated and being, being able to see them clearly. So we'll say, I know that word, and I know that's a trick, and I'm not falling for it. I'm staying mm-hmm. in love, and I'm going to think about this information clearly, not emotionally. I'm going to look for evidence. I'm going to seek second opinions before I come to a conclusion, I'm going to listen to my heart. And that was, uh, again, another helpful way to be able to discern. And then in the end, lots of love, precious ones, he said many times, and then ended with, um, I love you with all my heart and love is in the air, which was so funny for me because just two days ago, I was walking through my home and I went, love is in the air, do, 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 do. And I went, what is that? Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? I just, out of nowhere, started humming it. And when I saw that at the end, I think he winked at me and said, gotcha. And so (laughs) I posted that song on the Facebook page and dedicated it to St. Germain. I went, that was you. You were singing in my ear, weren't you? (laughs) And it was lovely. So that was a little a wink, but. It was very it was wonderful, but they keep increasing the the message of mm-hmm. listen with clarity, speak with clarity, be in alignment and keep recognizing and giving us examples about how we can stay in alignment during these challenging times when the energies are, are so high and so just a lovely message. I was very grateful.
0: Mm-hmm. I wanna add just one little thing. Um Rather than getting a second opinion, what he was stressing was get evidence if you if there's something at stake you know in in a fair court of law, you have to have evidence. It's not just what people say or what people think it's yes. written evidence footprints you know in the snow <laughs> uh written. Statements from people, and so on. So you know there there have been a lot of there's a little been a little discussion about Obama and how he's been vilified, and mostly the people who are so angry at Obama are hearing what the media is reporting about what he's doing, and I think it's fair that I can offer the information now that uh, Obama has been very carefully walking a delicate line to try to placate the cabal enough and sort of um, waltz them into place so that they would walk into the trap of the sting that our, our higher, our galactic brothers and sisters have helped to create with those on the ground. So it's been a long time coming, as the song goes, but all of this has been in the works. And Obama has been sort of used as the, um, not the front man, as the one who um, sort of says, uh, look at me, I'm over here, while something else was going on over there. So he's been sort of the screen who was keeping things calm, keeping things in place so that the work could be done around the world um, in private negotiations mostly, and never advertised and never publicized. So most people have no idea what Obama has actually been doing, Um, and that was planned that way. And how many people who've, who've been president would have the restraint, you know, to take the kind of abuse that he's taken and not and not ever lash out. Well, he, occasionally he puts his foot down, but to not ever spill the beans, mm. to not ever say, listen, people, if you knew what I'd been doing, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> which you could see would be pretty tempting. <laughs> but we will find out eventually. And I think part of what, um, a big part of what they've all been talking about lately is to help us prepare for Nassara. Nassara law will create a completely different kind of level playing field that we've never experienced before. None of us in this lifetime, and certainly not for thousands of years, there has not been a level playing field so that everyone will be treated fairly. And if we're going to institute um, a world in which things are fair and equal and people are treated always reasonably and equally, We're going to have to learn how to think that way. Mm. We're going to have to learn how to expect that. And so I think that's what we're being trained to be able to do. Because they're not just going to plunk it down here, you know, and say, okay, here's your new world. (laughs) We're We're very much a part of the creation of it. So it's a a joint effort between our galactic friends, the company of God, and us. We are a team. All of us together. So I think that's what they're trying to get across to us. We need everyone. Everyone here needs to be on the team and on board. So no more negative thinking no more fear based um accusations and and anxieties because it stops the progress and i think they're trying they're they're very gentle about it they never say look if you want to mess up this project be negative <laughs> But I think that's kind of what they're suggesting. You know, everybody needs to get on board. Everybody needs to be positive. Everybody needs to, you know, jump into the pool and play polo. <laughs> and, and then we're going to have a lot of fun. But if, if we have, you know, six and a half billion people saying, well, I'll wait and see what you do. <laughs> it's going to take us forever. <laughs> so the faster we jump in together and, and choose how you want to put your shoulder to the wheel, everybody has a different way of doing it. Everyone has different talents, different abilities, different ideas, but everyone is prepared for this. Everyone has a special ability and a talent and a way that they can help make this happen. Otherwise, we wouldn't all be here. It's Mm -hmm. what we're here for. We're all going to create this together. And that's why we came. So I, I think that's sort of the theme we've been hearing lately. So it's not just about raising your vibrations, although... That's crucial. That's kind of the bottom line. But it's what you do as you raise your vibrations, how you, how you interact with others in your high vibration state, how you, um, the effect you have on the world around you when you're in a state of high vibration. And I think they're asking us to look at that. How are we expressing this high vibration? Does it bring people down? Then it's not high vibration. So we need to learn to really live these definitions, you know, to really feel it and know it and be there in that place that we say we want to be. So that's what this has all been about, this training for ascension. And it's getting... um a little more challenging, a little more, a little deeper. But it is really fun. (laughs) It is really a pleasure. So there's nothing bad about this whole thing, you know. The worst thing that happens is you just feel joyful all the time. And that couldn't be bad, right? That's
1: right.
0: So let's see what's, what they have to say tonight. I bet you they'll take it to another, yet another level. We'll see. So usually Sananda likes to come first and kind of set the tone. And we'll see what what they have to say and what what their plan is for tonight. And then we will also... I'll uh, remind them that we're going to leave some time at the end for questions. So we'll try to keep it, you know, so that we finish around 10, too. Okay, let's go.
1: All right, Catherine, thank you. <laughs> all right, she's all settled in. Little Shay is comfortable. We'll let her take a couple of deep breaths and just connect and I'm sure we can welcome Sananda. Welcome. We're so glad you're here tonight, Sananda.
0: Thank you, dear Meg. It's a pleasure to be here, as usual. Yes, it's true, we have a plan for tonight. We'd like to show you how we work together. You know, you receive messages from us through channels, various channels, and it tends to create the image as if each of us is just giving a speech. And then, you know, someone else comes along and gives a speech. And another master at another time comes along and gives a speech. But this is not the way we work at all. And we want to have, we want to let you know a little bit about how we work together. In the higher dimensions, there is no separation, there is no aloneness, unless of course you want to have a little quiet time for yourself to go off and meditate or work on something special. You can have your privacy, but you never will feel disconnected, even When you go off to meditate yourself in the higher dimensions, you're still very aware of the thread of connection to all of those you love and to all of those beings across the universe. Yes, it is possible to have that awareness. It's difficult for you to imagine that you could think about every friend you've ever known all at once. But it is possible because we have a different, we have different access to the energies and to the information that's available. And so we will try to give you a sense of what it's like so that you're aware that you're stepping into this higher dimension and how it will feel. First of all, my friends, Saint Germain and Lady Portia, are never disconnected from me. We work as a team, and we have for eons. Lady Nada and I have have done many projects together, with Saint Germain and Lady Portia. We don't think of ourselves by those names. We see each other's energy. We think of the bright light that is our beloved friend. And this is how we see each other. We sometimes tease and use names and joke with each other. Well, we joke with each other a lot, actually. Saint Germain tends to be very funny and Lady Portia is too, so they're a pleasure to have around because we we do a kind of one-two system together. I tend to be um, a little more serious, a little more focused on the uh, nuts and bolts of the project, let's say. ...that we're working on. How will we accomplish this? What will we need to do? Well, Lady Portia and Saint Germain... ...are much more inclined to want to put on a play... ...and demonstrate how it's done. And that can be very funny and vivid... ...and allows us to think through... ...many different possibilities... ...and many ways of approaching something... It's very helpful. So we, we work together seamlessly, and this makes it fun. You've probably noticed that, that St. Germain likes to portray an experience, to create an image, to um, put a costume on it, that makes things so much more vivid and understandable. Well, I'm going to tell a story about them. Many of you know that our beloved St. Germain came to live a life as... uh, a part of that lifetime was as Shakespeare. And when he was portraying Shakespeare... In a lifetime where he was also Francis Bacon, um, he was spending much time with his acting friends and other writers and Anne Hathaway, who was Lady Portia. And together they wrote the Shakespeare plays. They have always done writing together and have greatly enjoyed it. So whenever you read a Shakespeare play, you can think of them dressing up in their costumes, dancing around the house with their friends, speaking the lines that they wish to create, and literally creating the plays there alive in their own creative process with their own friends as audience and helpers and scribes. And so the marvelous plays that were written many of them were a community effort or a joint effort between the two of them. And this is what they like to do. You'll see that flavor in the things they write in the in the way they go about explaining. It's very helpful There was that feel in St. Germain's last message. He's very good at laying out um, a vignette. Well, if this person were to say this, and then the other person were to say that, here's what you could conclude by it. So there was that flavor in his last message. He was creating a small drama for you so that you could see it played out before you. It's a lot of fun a lot of fun to witness, and it's a lot of fun to have my dear brother and sister as my companions and helpmates. And of course, our beloved Lady Nada is often involved in the things we do. We choose, you know, what things we wish to do together, which particular efforts were going to align with which particular master because even in the higher dimensions there are those who have specialties and who are especially knowledgeable and and excited about a particular project. Well, you know that I am completely immersed and dedicated to the ascension of humankind this is my project it is my love i am completely involved completely dedicated and it is my wish to see every single soul raise their vibration ascend with mother earth and create together the paradise that we have all envisioned so long. It will be a return to higher dimensions, to what we thought of as Eden long ago, but it will not be the same. We are not repeating something that happened long ago. We're creating something brand new. And in this brand new project, Our beloved Mother Earth is moving, as you've been told, to the center of the universe. To be the shining star, it will be the model for other planets in ascension, and as you have also been told, Mother Earth will carry the library, which is the storage place of the information of the entire multiverse from what we think of as creation onward of course there is no beginning and there is no end but there are certainly events and interesting happenings and developments and flows of information and Well, how can we describe it? Let's talk about Mother Earth. You know a little bit about how your brothers and sisters came from other planets, how DNA was contributed from various other planets, other humanoid peoples, how it was carefully thought through And it's in, you know, in the higher dimensions. One is often heard to say, well, I have this quality um, that I think of as valuable, but there's this other place where I have a, a bit of a deficit in my being. So if I combine my certain qualities with another person's certain qualities will come up with something even better. You see, there is no modesty. There is no pride. There simply is what is. We know our strengths. We know other people's strengths. And they're not the same. Even in spirit... We're not the same. We sometimes call on each other because we know there are people who are especially brilliant at what they do, at what they love to do, and we want them on our team. And so we form teams, depending on the project. There is no competition or... um, you know, as they do in football where you, certain ones get first pick and other ones get left behind. It's, it's not like that. There is always excitement. There is always a place for every soul to stretch, to grow, to work, to improve ourselves. Always. This is not just for you, beloved ones, on the face of planet Earth who are struggling right now to try and raise your vibration and learn all these things that are so difficult because of where you've been. You are not alone. We have all experienced this process. Every soul is a soul in development. Every soul is growing and learning. Many of us have spent lifetimes in other galaxies, on other planets, in order to experience tremendous variety in the lessons that we could learn. So you see, it's not just you who are tested and challenged and are trying to raise yourselves up. This is a process that happens for every being throughout the universe. You are the star attraction at this moment because you've taken on such a difficult project. Coming up from the third dimension is known to be tremendously difficult. we have a kitten here (laughs) commenting on this you know even the animals are in the process of ascension as well they are experiencing this life as a dog or a cat a bear a giraffe they have chosen just as you have chosen to experience that and even a human can ask to have a lifetime as an animal or an insect in order to experience what it's like now you wouldn't send your entire soul energy to that particular incarnation, you would Choose a facet of yourself. But when you do that, you experience something completely different and completely new. And it helps you to create yourself. You see, this is what we're really doing. We're creating ourselves. Think of yourself that way, beloved ones. Never forget that you are, every moment of every day, creating yourself. Now, make sure that you create a self that you like. And if there's something about yourself that you don't like, then make it so you do like it. Whatever it is, You can change. If there is something about you that you think needs to be worked on, well, go ahead and do it. It's not for anyone else to say. You are the one who is the captain of your own ship. You are the one who decides what kind of person you wish to be. In every regard, you have been told by Prime Creator that you must learn to be in complete command of your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and your words. Is that an impossible task? Not at all. It is difficult, but it's difficult because of your training, not because of the beautiful body and brain and emotional equipment you've been given. You have not been taught very well how to use it. That was purposeful. You go to school, and what do they teach you? They teach you to sit still in a chair and add this column of figures. Well, how useful is that for a child? What we really need is to be helped. How are we going to manage these feelings? How are we going to learn to be grown up when we're still children? What do we have to look forward to? Parents are not taught how to be kind, how to be attentive, how to be nurturing with their children. They're taught how to discipline children. What else are you taught? Practically nothing. And so here you are at this turning point with so many deficits in your your education that you're having to fill. This is why we come to help you Because we see how difficult it is. We see how you've been around people all your lives that are depressed or anxious or worry-warts or troublemakers or people who are violent, people who are unkind, people who are selfish. You've, You've experienced the gamut of these things. How many of those people who are truly of the light, who are truly in command of themselves. They're rare, aren't they? And yet this is what you're aspiring to. And so this is why we come to try to help. You have to have the experience of being close to someone who is truly loving, who cares deeply about you, who wants you to succeed. You must experience that if you are to be able to give that to others. This is why we're here, to show you how much we love you, to show you it's not difficult for us to be patient, We see your struggles. We see your pain. We know what it feels like. And we also see the timeline you're on, how far you've come, and how difficult it's been. How could we be impatient? How could we be disapproving? How could we think in any way that there should be punishment? for any of you. We do not punish in the higher dimensions. We've told you that God is not about punishment, and neither are any of us. So if you should hear one of us speaking words that sound like harsh judgment, I assure you, it did not... From our hearts. I hear a strange noise on the line. I hope that will not continue. Mm, It sounds all right now. So, do not think that any of us would take the position of being harsh or punitive or disapproving Or that we would want to shun you or speak mm, disapprovingly to you. We do not do that. A master does not do that. We see the whole picture. We notice where the thorn is in your side. We feel where the pain is resonates from some earlier place. It's not difficult to be patient. It's not difficult to be loving when you can see that. When you see a person is living in fear and sometimes when they're afraid they lash out and they, they may use their teeth and claws. You know, if that happens, that there's something behind it. There's some earlier, deeper pain. And that makes it easy to be compassionate. You can be sure that anyone who is behaving badly, who is acting cruel or selfish, or irrational, you know that there is something in their past that is terribly difficult and terribly painful. And so, as you move through your life, working to raise your vibration, look to those around you who show a sense of patience and kindness Of course, it's difficult when you're in a human body to maintain that every minute of every day. But that is our goal. And it is not impossible. And it's not unreasonable to work for that. To be as loving and as patient and as pure in your feelings and in your heart as those in the highest dimensions. Why not? Why not you? It isn't impossible. No matter how difficult your life has been, you can raise yourself. It depends on what you ask of yourself. It depends on what you want. Those of us who are here now amongst you to help have always had this fire, this drive to be the best we can be and to help others to be the best that they can be. That is our mission. That is what we care about. We see all the facets of that, all the possibilities. And we see how glorious it can be when we all feel that way. We love working together because the power you can generate in a group of people who are dedicated to the same high project of ascension, well, There is nothing more thrilling than that. And so I tell you, beloved ones, it is thrilling for me to talk with you. It is thrilling to be a part of this magnificent project, this difficult, challenging, uplifting, inspiring project. It is not my project alone. I am sometimes seen as the one who's in charge here. But I assure you, I enjoy being a leader. But I am a leader among leaders. We are all working together. In the councils, in the the company of heaven, in the galactic federation, Everywhere, wonderful beings of enormous light have come to help. We are shining on you, dear ones. We are pouring our love on you. (laughs) Can you feel it? You know we're here, don't you? So many more of you are beginning to ask as you go through your day. You're walking from one room to the other and you say, Sananda, is that you? You feel our presence, don't you? We answer you when you call to us. It takes us only a split second to hear you and to respond and how we love that how we love it when you call on us. But of course, there are many more. And I'm so delighted that so many of you have learned so much about your Ascended Masters and know that there are many who are here to help, many who love to be called upon. I will leave part of this discussion To our beloved brother and sister, Saint Germain and Lady Portia, I'm going to let them talk to you more about your higher self and how you can call upon that guardian angel, loving voice that is there always to guide you, always, every moment of every day. You're getting better at listening. You're practicing. It does take practice. Coming to these calls helps because it helps you to tune yourself, to be aware that we're here, to feel our vibrations so that you'll recognize us when you feel us around you. As Catherine has told you, You can tell the difference between myself, Sananda, when I come to visit you, or Saint Germain, or your twin flame, or your higher self. You'll feel the energy. Each one is different. Each is unique. Call upon Archangel Michael. You'll feel... his strength, his deep intelligence, his power, and his protection, his eagerness to protect and care for all of you. Ashtar. Ashtar has a similar kind of Protection, protective inclination. It is just a part of their being. It's what they do. They may choose a slightly different um, context, but they are protectors. They care. They want all of you to be safe. To be happy. To be whole and at peace. Each one has a special affinity for certain ways of helping, just as you do. And so when you call on your favorite master, it will be because you have a special affinity for that way of working, that way of seeing life. And so that's why there are so many of us, because there are so many of you. Oh, and there are many more that you don't know yet, but you can ask. You can ask to be introduced. And the ones who have been helping you all your life will come forward. You can ask their names. They'll give you a name, something you can call them. We don't stand on names very much. I think we've told you that before. But we know that you like to have something to call us until you're here with us and can see our energy clearly. And so we will give you a name. And then... You can always call on your friend. So now, I will pass the talking stick, as they say, and let my beloved friends come to speak with you to carry on this this conversation. This, um... You might think of it as, um... a workshop, a panel. Think of us as your panel. We're here to help you to answer your questions and to offer you some new information. And so, I will turn this back to our dear Meg and let Catherine Catherine, have a breath and be prepared for her beloved St. Germain. Are you there, dear Meg?
1: Yes, no, I, I am.
0: Saying, yeah. uh, and I will turn the, the uh, microphone over to you, beloved one, and I will say namaste to all until our Sunday meeting. Namaste.
1: Namaste, Sananda. Thank you. Thank you. What a lovely message. Hi. Um, hi, Catherine. Just some. It felt like you were just across mm. the kitchen table, and oh. having your best friend talking about their trip somewhere and. This is this is what we did, and this is all the fun we have, and these are all the different things we did. It was so lovely and casual, and friendly and easy.
0: <laughs> it was fun. Oh, what a great description!
1: <laughs> yeah. What were you seeing?
0: Oh gee, uh, I was feeling Samantha's energy. I felt what you're describing. He was very close and warm and sort of matter-of-fact and inclusive, kind of embracing everyone. And I was seeing um, all the masters, just all of them, and it was like um, they were all doing this flow where... You know one minute there'd be this group, and then they'd they'd sort of break and reorganize in a little different place and different people there, and then they'd go on to another thing and it was they were all greeting each other and welcoming hugs and mm. friendship and it was lovely um but such a kind of free flow where they would make a create a group and be doing something together, and then they would sort of some would disperse and some would go another direction and and there'd be another group forming over here and another one over there and and it was like a kind of flow, but all so so bright and easy and loving. It was That's beautiful. That's what it felt like. Hmm.
1: That's exactly what it felt like. I loved his descriptions of Lady Portia and Saint Germain. It was just charming, talking <laughs> about their incarnations as Shakespeare and 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 Hathaway, and how they would perform in their houses full of costume and write the plays out loud as they were being together, and how they liked to how they all come together for projects and enjoy their time and the different flavors everyone has. And, and that's nice because we all have flavors. We all have things we love and, and ways we are and how that's just okay for us all to have our own unique flavor. And he was sort of giving us the permission to have that uniqueness in in our, mm, in our group. And
0: enjoy it. hmm yeah, and own it, appreciate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's see what Saint Germain wants to talk about.
1: Very good.
0: I have my you cup of tea. Had a good tea. introduction. From the- okay. <laughs>
1: so that's good. All
0: right. Be with you in a second. I'm just going to have a sip of my tea before we go on. I can feel more and more. as I've been channeling, that um, my vocal cords feel different with each person. Mm. So I'm sort of adapting to other people's... I I don't do what they sometimes call a full-body channel, but it's maybe in 90%. (laughs) (laughs) So... Mm. um, i can I can be kind of aware of the fact that I'm channeling, but I don't really hear the words mm-hmm. i I just kind of feel it, mm-hmm. but I've been recently um feeling feeling it in my vocal cords when I channel so i I guess that's because they're they're trying to come through in their own voice. So we'll see. Okay. Um, See what Saint Germain has to say.
1: All right. Good. We'll let you relax and take a couple of deep breaths. I know Saint Germain's always so close and so eager to come share with us. Welcome, beloved Saint Germain. We are so glad you're here tonight.
0: Thank you, dear, beloved Meg, and hello, everyone. We are being less formal, you know. I think that's important because there is no separation between us. We know. We know Meg. We know who she is, where she lives, who her friends are, (laughs) her preferences in life. We know even know what she likes to eat. So... Why should we stand on ceremony and formality? It's time that we declared ourselves. Yes, we we come as your teachers, but if you've had a teacher in your life who was really important to you, you know that you don't feel as though they're eons and several dimensions away. It's important to feel their presence. To know how they think, to know how they operate, what they like, what they aspire to, and how they go about it. This is why we're trying to help you with that. This is like a a seminar where you can ask your questions of the teacher's but we are teachers who come with endless love and the great wish in our hearts that we be able to show you more, to help you feel more, to know more of what we know. We cannot, of course, show you all that we see. We simply try to describe what life is like in higher dimensions. As Sananda was saying, to portray it when we can. How else would you know what you're aiming for? I know you enjoy it, too, when we make things vivid for you, when we allow you a glimpse through the looking glass into what is to come for you it is a fascinating thing this project we're involved with there is no end to the possibility there is no limit to how much each person can contribute There is no limit to how high you can raise your vibration. Don't worry about hitting the ceiling. There are many more dimensions beyond the fifth. The fifth is just the gateway, the opening to what is beyond. And what is beyond is fascinating beyond description. A soul could live for eternity and never be able to experience all the wonders that there are in the universe. No matter how much time you spent in the library working with the holograms and the wonderful ways of experiencing what came before, what will come after, what's happening with others where new planets are being born and stars are dying and recreating themselves. It is endless. It is wondrous. And it is all here for us. And by us, I mean you as well. You have experienced these things between lives. You've experienced fabulous things between lives here. You're beginning to remember some of it. Many of you are experiencing the visits to the ships at night. You come back with the feeling, "My, I feel like I was busy all night long. Not sure what it was I was doing, but I remember being with groups of people. I remember it was interesting. I remember warmth and friendship. I remember making decisions and thinking through things. I'm not sure where I was or who was there, but I know I was there. More and more, you're starting to remember. More and more, you're feeling the connection to us. The energies are so high now. They're flowing across the planet from the central sun. And all of you are being raised up. These energies are specifically designed to... Rework and activate those areas of your DNA, those strands that have been inactive, are coming into bright existence, like the lights are being turned on. You will be feeling it. You will be feeling different. Are you not? Don't you find yourself a little calmer, a little more open, a little more curious, a little more in a state of wonder, and yes, sometimes in a state of hmm, sort of like you're swimming underwater. You're not quite sure. You feel buoyant. You feel... A little, hmm, like you're floating. Yes. That is part of what's happening. Your bodies are changing. Your minds are changing. The limited brain that you're used to using is opening up. Not to be a bigger brain, but to reach further into the great beyond for the true information that is available to you. Now, by true information, I mean the greater, the larger explanations, the more far-reaching light. Everything here has been, the way you've been taught about everything here is that it's been described in minute detail. And the descriptions are, in order to reduce everything into its smallest element, to try to discover what the thing itself is. Well, you cannot know an elephant by looking at its atoms, can you? You cannot know life by looking at a fetus. You cannot know an animal by looking at the color of its fur. You cannot know a star by simply looking at the twinkling sky. There is so much more. And this is what we ask you to open your minds and open your hearts to understand. You have had bits and pieces of information. Do not think that those bits or those pieces are the answer. There are no simple answers not to the things that we're looking at. There are no small rules and sets of regulations that can govern what we're attempting here. This is the ascension of billions of people together, together on one planet, trying to raise themselves to create something completely new. There is nothing you have experienced before that will guide you. You must be willing to turn your back on what you have always known, what you have always believed, what you have always held so dear, because it was like a road map for you. It was, this is how I will succeed in life. I will follow these feelings, these rules, these understandings, and that will carry me to what I know will be my success. Well, beloved ones, Nothing you have learned so far will carry you all the way through. Not in this great project. None of us know the entire story. None of us predict all that will happen. We cannot. It is far beyond that. We have an open book. We have a road ahead that is clear and free. We are creating it as we go, as we speak. Look at us, a band of merry singers and dancers. Clap your hands. Create a drumbeat. Why not? What else are we going to march to? Sing a song, any song. Create a new song. We're going to need it. Because where we're going is uncharted territory. We've never been here before. In our minds we do. We create it, we know it, we envision it, we see it. But the playing out of this wonderful project that is the ascension of planet Earth is not something that is predetermined. It is our vision. It is our hope. It is the dream of our hearts. And in that, we have already created it. And now, we will be able to live it through. Come with me, beloved ones, on this marvelous adventure. More exciting than traveling around the world in the first ship to do so. More exciting than taking off across the universe in your own spaceship to visit ten different galaxies. That would be thrilling, wouldn't it? But in my heart, this is where the action is. This is where our hearts lie. With humankind. With this beautiful creation We are doing this together. We are with you always. Hand in hand. Heart to heart. Speak to us. Tell us what you wish for. Tell us your dreams. We will help you to make them come into fruition. We're good at that. This is part of what we're teaching you now. Speak to your higher self. You don't need a name. Give your higher self a name. He or she will respond to whatever you say. Ask your higher self, what they would like to be called, so that you can have an ongoing discussion, a conversation that never stops, from morning till night, when you're doing the dishes, when you're stirring the pot, when you're walking down the street. When you're in the shower, call. Say, hey, Adamos, how are you? That's my name. (laughs) And I'll answer you. And I'll say, well, Tom, I'd like to introduce you to your higher self. I'm happy to, to talk with you, but you have someone right here who can be perhaps even more helpful. And so we love to hear from you. We love to help you. But we also love to help you by aligning ourselves with your higher self. That's what we're doing here, you see. We are the higher selves. We're the ones who are talking to you about what it is to be a higher self. I am the voice of the one who incarnates as my soul. So I am the higher self of the one who is there in a body, living the life that I oversee and cheer on, no different for you. Your higher self is there with you. Catherine's higher self is the one you call Lady Portia. You have the same arrangement. You have your higher self there with you always. It doesn't matter if if your higher self is uh, Archangel Michael or if you call your higher self Susie, it doesn't matter. You're all powerful beings. It's just some of us have been more well-known because we were lucky enough to find people who would channel us. That's all. You, too, have a higher self who is one of our friends, who is one who works in the committees with us, who is cheering you on and overseeing your ascension. So each of you has a higher self and we hobnob with your higher self. (laughs) They're the ones, you see, that Sananda described. When we have our committees in the higher dimensions... That's you, beloved friends. You're the ones who are going to those important decision-making meetings and envisioning the future that will be the paradise on planet Earth. And then your higher self communicates to you. All right, here's what we're going to do next. You're going to take on that project that you've been wanting to do for so long. You're going to use your creativity in new ways. And you're going to work with me and together we're going to figure this out. We're going to enjoy this committee we're working with. And when you look around you, you'll discover there are the ones who are the incarnations of the committee that you work with in the higher dimensions. You're all coming together now. You're meeting those people who are the incarnation of the group that you work with, that your higher self works with. So you see, we're all networking all of us, we're all making the connections. And you've noticed it's happening very fast. All those people that have come forward in recent months that you just happen to bump into at a a spiritual meeting of some kind. And there you are, and you look at this other person and you go that person seems so familiar to me. Well, they are. And you're familiar to them. Because your higher self is working with their higher self to help you both accomplish this. So those you meet that you feel an intense connection to, even those you may have trouble with. You can bet your higher selves are working together. So call on them. Ask them to help you and listen to the help they give. It may come in a feeling like a hunch or what you would call intuition that dear ones is the voice of your higher self and now I will leave a piece of this discussion to Lady Portia so that she can add her particular point of view she likes to talk about these things so I'm going to Without further ado, I will simply pass the talking stick to beloved Lady Portia, and she will continue this conversation. And so, Meg, you need not worry about introductions. I'll do the introduction myself. And here is my beloved Portia. Take it away, Portia. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Adamus. Adamus, that was that was lovely. All right, I have the talking stick. It's a pleasure. This is a really nice way of of working together. It's a lot of fun for us to show you how we how we do this in the higher dimensions and how you are doing this in the higher dimensions. I like telling you about this because it takes the strangeness and the mystery out of understanding what happens. Well, what used to happen after a death, you would come up here with us. Well, it's not really up. It's more like over. You'd come over here with us and live for a time, however long is your choice, for a time in higher dimensions so that you would experience being your higher self. And you link together with all the other lifetimes and absorb the lessons and the meaning and so after each lifetime you would come here with us and be your higher self absorb learn experience yes it is a place of study we're not sitting up here on a cloud you know although we don't really have to sleep in higher dimensions. In, In spirit form, it's very convenient that we can spend as many hours as we want in various activities. It's very productive. But when you're there in a body, of course you need to sleep because that's the time that you connect with us. It would be a very lonely life if you didn't have that sleep time. This is how you've been guaranteed that you will keep your connection to us because you have that time when we can speak to you without the blocks and the anxieties and the attitudes and the beliefs that hold sway during the day. Sometimes it's difficult. Some of you are so wrapped up in worries and the pain of what you've experienced in life that you have nightmares and they interfere with being able to reach us. We ask you, be at peace, go to your heart, let your mind and your hearts align so that you feel yourself in direct connection to your higher self, your greater soul, that's maybe a better description because a soul is a many faceted creation a complex and intricate being it is not like one body, one soul which is the way you usually experience it there that is only the most obvious part. A soul has many, as many facets as a beautifully cut diamond, as many sides as the planet herself, as many possibilities as there are facets. This is why you incarnate in so many different kinds of lives. In one life, oh, an architect. In another life, a mathematician. In another life, a mother of many children. In another life, a teacher of languages. You see, you're capable of many different things. And when you experience those many, many different things in each lifetime, they accrue. They accumulate. You literally build yourself into the being that you wish to be. And you consult with yourself before you come to a lifetime and you say well there's something I want to learn I want to experience something so difficult that I will have to reach deeply, deeply into my heart I will confirm for myself how strong I really am many of you have done that in these lifetimes and especially recently because You know how precious this time is now. And so many of you have said, I see in myself a slight hesitancy at times to step forward, to be a leader, to acknowledge my strengths, to be fully in the light in the highest vibration of which I'm capable at all times. And I see that there is a challenge there on earth that would help me with that. And I will decide to take that challenge. I'll choose the hardest one. I'll choose a life in which I'm physically abused or sexually abused or beaten or neglected or I'll choose a life in which I agree to take on a dangerous revolutionary kind of approach and I will try to tell the world the truth about God I will try to tell the world the truth about who we are and it doesn't matter to me if I don't survive it because I will have lived for the ideal and those are the lifetimes that we savor and cherish that's ironic isn't it it might be the lifetime in which you were burned at the stake that may be your finest hour It may be the lifetime in which you were vilified, rejected by your entire culture, hung as a traitor for standing up for what you believe in. That may have been your finest hour. Look through your life now. Look at the life that you've lived Look for those moments. Seek out the difficult, painful times and really look at it and acknowledge to yourself, aha, that was the time I was most myself. That was the time I showed my real strength. That is the time that tells me who I really am. Those are the precious moments, beloved ones. The ones where you thought you were not going to survive or the ones where you felt like life had become so painful and difficult that you cannot go on. But you did not turn to some kind of violence against yourself. Instead, you found a way. You found a way to move through it. Perhaps you reached out to another, someone outside your circle, or perhaps you reached deep in yourself and proved to yourself that you go on, no matter what, no matter what life might throw at you, no matter what people around you do, you go on. That is integrity. And that is what makes life worth living. When you see yourself, hold fast. Never give up. Not let go. Not give in. But keep going. That proves to you who you really are, what your strengths really are, Now, of course, there may be times when you didn't accomplish that. That's not the important part. The important part is not when you weren't able to do that. The important part is when you were able. Not everyone can be completely courageous all the time. There couldn't be such a life. Look to the small moments. Look to the times when you decided... Well, I'm exhausted. I feel beaten down. Things look completely hopeless. And I think I'll just pick myself up and brush myself off and know that tomorrow is another day. And I will persevere. That, beloved ones, is a moment of building character. That is a moment when you assure yourself that you are courageous, that you are blessed, and that you are protected. No one word about that. Maybe a few words about that. Being protected does not mean that you will always feel good. It doesn't mean even that you will necessarily survive in the body at whatever time we're referring to. Being protected means you have a higher self You have the masters around you. You have God who oversees this project that is your life. And the protection comes in trying to help you know that we're here for you, but also letting you know that we are here to help you carry out the lifetime you came here to live. That is the most important protection. It's ironic, and it's not what you thought. When God protects you, it means that you are being allowed to live your finest life. And that may mean that your finest life will carry with it some pretty difficult challenges. Being protected does not mean God is going to make it easy for you. In fact, God makes it very difficult for his favorite children. (laughs) And you look around, do you see anyone who's having it really easy? We are his favorite children. I like to say her favorite children, too, just to remind us. In the highest dimensions, there is no he or she or male or female. We merge. We become one. But still there is that delight of feeling attracted, of feeling warmth, of feeling together. You know there is that word that you use. When you feel together, that's what we're looking for. Together. With your greater self, with your heart, with your guides and your helpers, and with God. But that feeling of together is a wonderful internal sense of peace that cannot end, that cannot be taken away from you. The peace comes when you acknowledge who you really are, what you're really capable of, In your finest moments, that's who you really are. Not the failures, not the times you stubbed your toe or tripped going to get your diploma. Those are not the important times. Your greatest triumphs are the test of who you really are. And a great triumph is not necessarily something that creates an audience or that even was something you dwelled upon. You simply walked through it and came out the other side. That is a triumphant moment. And that is what we hope to experience together. Our finest moment will be when we work together, when we help each other, when you can reach out a hand to a brother or sister and help them to walk through their finest moment. We are being visited by the animals outdoors. They're speaking with one another. It is a beautiful feeling. The warmth and the fresh air of a a forest that has just experienced the rain. Feel it. Feel all those old fears and old thoughts and old opinions about yourself and about others. Let them melt away and see yourself, beloved ones, in the light of your finest moments. This is how we see you. This is how we know you. We only suggest that you learn to know yourself the way we do. And so, get to know your higher self, your greater soul, your true identity, and merge with that greater self. Be the one you truly are. And we will dance at your graduation. <laughs> For it does feel like that. It is a a celebration, a coming of age, and you're all on the verge of it. Open your hearts and minds and enjoy the party. We are here to cheer you on and we will not stop cheering you on until every last soul has arisen to enjoy the great triumph that is our ascension. I wish you great love, great pleasures in your life, and great success in your raising your vibration to feel the joy that we feel, that we experience when we see you so inspired, so loving, so filled with light, I send you all my endless love and wish you namaste. I am your Portia. Thank you, beloved
1: Portia. Thank you for your message. Welcome back, Catherine.
0: Hmm. Oh, I have tears in my eyes
1: a very touching message.
0: They speak with such feeling and such love, as I do. <laughs> I feel so grateful to be able to do this, so fortunate, mm. so lucky, and just endlessly grateful that I can bring through these messages. It gives me such pleasure to know that there are people who really are enjoying it and are, are learning from it. I love it when people send me a note and let me know what they what they like and what they've learned from. And It helps, you know. It helps to guide what we do. And like they said, they're always listening. They're always here with us. So, how are we doing for time?
1: Yes, it's uh about ten till ten. um so we're good on time we uh We don't have anybody on the board right now that has any questions, so we don't have any eager thoughts about any questions tonight, mm-hmm. at least so far, so right now we're pretty clear on the night we What's- have. So much time. I found that interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. I think they've been they've been hard at work answering so many questions. Perhaps. Yes. Um, but if anyone, oh, I just saw another number added. We'll see. Um, we can save some time on Sunday too to answer a few questions. So. We'll let it go. I think that's that's plenty for one night. <laughs> you know. I think there was and a that lot of message
1: inf- was so sweet. It was such a personal message. There were mm-hmm. like again it was it was a, a living room talk and we all had something yummy to sip on and we were sharing as friends. And all of their message was the same, we are your friends. We are here to guide, but we know all about you, and it's time to start connecting with us in that way. For for us all to remember who we are, and to mm-hmm. go to the next level. And mm-hmm. that was so felt, um, and the the striving, Adamo said. Yes, you can call me, but I'm going to turn around and introduce you to your higher self and say, take it away. <laughs> and it was lovely. in meant their message of really remembering that Adamus is just a higher self.
0: No better, no worse.
1: Just a little bit more well-known because he said he found somebody to channel him. <laughs> but we all are the same. We all have that. We all are doing this work together. Some remember, some don't yet, but they will. And it's so needed. Mm-hmm. It's so needed for us all to hear that. We've had a lifetime of being told many things that we don't feel great about, and we're healing Fine. that. And mm-hmm. and to hear them all, So loving and saying you work with us, you are right here with us, and you will come to understand that more and more is so um, helpful for us to wrap around that idea. So, so appreciative of the message tonight. Very needed,
0: and it will be there uh, in the archives. Um, So. If people have questions, they can go and re-listen. Um, I think it's you can feel it moving, you know, and evolving the the lessons about our higher self. I know it was not too many years ago when I'd never even heard about a greater self or a higher self. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we people talk about having a soul, but that was about as far as it went. So, we're really learning a whole different um, picture of what life really is, of who we really are. So, that's good news, and mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I encourage people to um, keep in touch, to come to our Facebook page, Healing for Ascension Tour. And if you want to talk with others, if you feel like so many people have said, I'm out here all by myself. I don't have anybody to talk to about these things. Come to our Healing for Ascension tour group. And believe it or not, we are approaching 10,000 people on that group. And so we have um, an audience across the globe of people who are making contact with one another, who are helping each other, who are finding all kinds of ways to offer information and help and, and camaraderie to one another. It's just a beautiful thing, the way it's, it's been growing. And, of course, you can feel the hand of Gabriella behind it. She oversees it every day she's there to answer questions, to encourage, to um illuminate and to manage it. So it's a completely different experience from what most people think of as Facebook. Um it really is not your your average Facebook page for sure. Mm-hmm. But it is a place where um that has become like a gathering place. Um and Facebook is good for that because it's, it's set up so that you can really talk with one another in a way that most websites really don't allow. So it's a, a wonderful addition. You know, the, the, the website is important for information and for posting all kinds of things, but this Healing for Ascension tour group is a place where you really can talk and talk with lots of different people about anything that's, you know, that you want information about, about sharing your feelings. Um, We ask that people, when they post something that they've gotten from someplace else, that they only post it because it has special meaning to them and they want to share something about it. Um, their own personal opinion, their own feelings about something they read. it's a true discussion forum. It's not just, you know, here's an article from so-and-So." So we ask that people not do that. We ask that they come there to really talk to one another and to really experience um, the connection of being able to express right from your heart how you feel about what you experience, how you, what you want to learn about. It's, it's a, a much more direct and personal um, experience. So we invite everyone to come join us there as well. And you'll see Meg there too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. We all enjoy being and sharing there together. It's a very rich environment.
0: So I'm going to turn on the music, and I said we'd try and finish before 10, and we have two minutes to go, so I'm going to put on the music for everybody and say, thank you, Meg. It was delightful. Thank you for your, the delicious way that you create a synopsis for us of what, what just happened, and it really helps me a lot, too. Thank
1: you so much, Catherine.
0: Good night, and we'll see everyone on Sunday at 2 Eastern time, 2 in the afternoon for Sananda and a retreat.
1: Very (laughs) good. Thank you, Catherine.
0: Bye-bye, everyone.
1: Good night, everyone.